Welcome to the All Financial Hour podcast with Steve All. Now, here's the deal. We've been feeling the impact of inflation pretty much all around. Steve and I, we talked about this at the grocery store, the gas pump, etc. But stay the course is what the message is from the Federal Reserve Chair, Jerome Powell. And that's what he said last week, dealing with the whole pandemic, recession, etc. So he's advising against raising interest rates to head off inflation as long as employment continues to move forward. The rapid reopening of the economy has brought a sharp run-up in inflation, well above our 2% longer-run objective. Inflation at these levels is, of course, a cause for concern. But that concern is tempered by a number of factors that suggest that these elevated readings are likely to prove temporary. So here's the deal. Inflation, another thing we can't control, something that's always going to be there. What do we do to protect our assets from it? Well, I, I look at inflation, it's a thing that most people don't plan for. So it's it's coming. I do agree with the fact that I do not see where we're going to reach see the return of the seventies and the eighties. So as interest rates start to rise, which that's he said he doesn't think he needs to, I think they are going to have to raise interest rates. As those interest rates rise, that's what's driving the housing market right now. Think about it. If you've got one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars to spend on a house payment, because that's how people buy things today. We don't buy $300,000 houses. We buy $1,250 payments. People don't buy $40,000 cars. They buy a $600 car payment. So we're looking at a $1,250 house payment. At 3%, I can buy a $297,000 house. What if interest rates go to four? $262 to get that exact same amount. What if it goes all the way up to five? 233. So a lot of people are looking at it right now with ultra low interest rates. I can buy more house now than if I wait a year for the housing prices to come down, but the interest rates go up. I won't be able to buy as much house. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's driving the craziness in the real estate market right now. I think these low, low interest rates, who do they help? Consumers, people buying homes and cars. I don't believe this idea that we can't buy houses at four, three and five percent. I still remember paying almost ten to eleven for my first house. My first car payment was thirteen to fourteen percent. So yes, we can do that. Yes, would it drive the prices of those things down? But I do believe we're going to have. But what? Do, who does it hurt? Savers. Remember when a money market made paid two to three yeah. percent? What about a CD? Right. You know. I actually did a review where somebody had a CD and they were getting paid 0.05% on a six-month CD. Wow. That's that's just absurd. You know, so those are the things that we do. I think when those interest rates go back up a little bit, it gives more opportunities for different types of investments for those of us that are at or near retirement. So, yeah, I think it's temporary, you know, I, I that's what's driving the housing boom right now if it's it's got to be planned for i like to put three percent over time if, if you're not sure about that and you want to see what a four percent inflation would do to your retirement plan let us put a package together for you i can take my assumption of three percent make it four and see how much longer or shorter that your money is going to last for you or how much more it's going to take for you to do what you're going to do because inflation is the thing that most people don't plan for so give us a call we'll look at it
If you have a target date fund, the year ends in either a zero or five. And an Iowa State University study claims most people have a psychological bias that causes them to choose a fund that with the year ending in zero. And because of that, some of them are choosing a fund that matures before their actual retirement. Researchers claim those people have lower returns because they were underinvested in stocks. So, Steve, what do you think about this? Should we choose a fund that matures a, a few years sooner than our expected retirement date or a few years later? Does it really matter? What do you think? Well, I think target date funds are so common now in 401ks because it's easy. People will participate in it because they don't have to think, am I going to go large caps, small caps, you know, internationals? They, they don't have to think. They just put it in a fund and they said, I'm going to retire in 2030. And that's with, where they put the fund at. You know, the goal of a target date fund is to get more conservative as you get closer to retirement. The problem that I have with retirement date funds, there's no consideration for your true risk tolerance. Are you a conservative investor? Or are you an aggressive investor? Doesn't matter. The target date funds exactly the same thing. Do you have other funds outside of your 401k? Because this might be a all of your investments or very small portion of your investments. And it doesn't take into fact your age. So you could be 55 or you could be 70 in 2025 when you want to retire. The fund doesn't take that into consideration. We can help for most people as they get closer to retirement. Most people don't realize that they have what they call a 59 and a half withdrawal from most 401ks. They call it an in-service withdrawal, where you can actually move the funds out of your 401k plan into an IRA, which is not a taxed event. You'll have many more investment options, possibly lower cost, and then we could build a plan that meets your personal needs versus just a, a group of people, no matter age, risk reward, they're all going to retire in the same years. We're going to put them in the same thing. I don't think that's the best way to plan for your retirement. If you're over 59 and a half and have money in your 401k, let's talk about how you could possibly move those assets out of your 401k and have many more options to invest in that are geared for you, not just a big group of people. Thanks for listening to the All Financial Hour podcast. Catch the full show Saturday at 7 a.m. on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Steve All is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. The All Financial Group, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and the All Financial Hour podcast are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and, when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance license in the state of Missouri. Insurance license number 8039738.